I'm going to read this article here. It's from the OSS Foundation for U.S. Projects. Uh, they do science and um, solutions for, you know, just about anything. And they really go into global warming. Um, if there's evidence behind global warming. And I, I want to read this headline to you. So it says 31,000 scientists say no convincing evidence. 31,000 scientists reject global warming and say no evidence is convincing. That humans can still, can or will cause global warming, but polls show that scientists working in the field of climate science have published papers on this topic. 97% of climate scientists surveyed believe global average temperatures have increased during the past century. And 97% think human activity is a significant contributing factor in changing mean in, into the global, global temperatures. What is the science of these statistics and the consequences behind them? So as I'm reading this article, it says 31,000 scientists say there's no convincing evidence and that there's no, as it's quoted here, catastrophic heating of the atmosphere. So what does that mean, folks? Well, you have scientists that saying, yeah, some, some things with man are, are cause issues with the world. But all in all, you have a large amount of scientists in this field of study saying it has nothing to do with the temperature change. I don't know what people's going to say. Well, Mr. Knight, look at the temperature. Look at Okay. I showed you storms over the centuries. The same thing applies all the way up till now. Do we still have snowstorms, folks? We sure do. Last winter here in Ohio was pretty brutal several feet of snow. Now, I know most people are saying, what's well, winter time? You're supposed to have snow. That doesn't mean anything. Well, folks, if the temperature were getting so crazy in the atmosphere, we'd see really bad changes. There wouldn't be snow. You wouldn't have rain. You'd see the patterns in the forecasts change. We see temperate weather conditions changing. We don't. You look at the oceanic um, winds and the way the flow patterns are around the world, they haven't changed. Not very much. And I know what some people are going to argue. They're going to say, well, you look at, you look at Mr. Nash, you look at how the Antarctic is, 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 is melting at a crazy rate because of global warming and because of people. Is it now? Well, I have something that's very interesting that, that I would like to read because I, I folks have heard that before. How, and you hear it all the time, polar bears are dying. The caps are melting. Animals can't adapt. Animals can't adapt. Really? 
That's why we have polar bears breeding now with brown bears. They're not adapting. Isn't that a form of adaptation? Interspecies breeding with, with other bears? I mean, it is, you can look it up yourselves, folks. Polar bears are, are starting to breed with brown bears. Why is that? Because of actual climate shift. Doesn't mean it's man-made, folks. If, if you look back at history of the world, and you go through um, and look at species that have died off, not because they were hunted out by man, but have died off. What are you going to see? Good example. Look at the dinosaurs. If you look and talk to a paleo, uh, uh, an archaeologist or a paleontologist, what are they all going to say? You can look at the different levels of stone and the different, the different periods of time, and things changed. Biological changes happen. Chemical changes happen. The atmosphere of the earth, the temperatures, heated and cooled. Some species were able to change, some were not, and some died off as a result. Others changed, and you had the whole theory with evolution. Some things evolved. The common mammals that we have today, some were able to live and some, some died out. So how many people, thinking about this theory, honestly think that the Antarctica region has always been under an ice cap. Probably most people have never looked this up. But believe it or not, folks, there's actually good, strong evidence that Antarctica at times went through periods of cooldowns and heat ups to the point that there was no ice on the continent itself. There are ancient maps that actually show Antarctica without ice. The world map of Pyrrhus, which was in 1513. He was an artist and an explorer. So I'm gonna read this. A medieval era map discovered in a Turkish palace in 1929, dated to 1513, yet shows the knowledge of fairway island, uh, lands well beyond the areas of the European explorers, who have traveled and even shows land features Europeaners couldn't possibly have known about in 1513. Like the Andes Mountains, South America, and the coastline of Antarctic under ice. The map drawn on a piece of uh, gazelle skin was said to be the work of Pyrrhus, a cartographer and admiral in the Turkish army. Amazingly, the accuracy of Pyrrhus's map has scholars scratching their heads. Is the map proof, proof of an ancient yet advanced seafaring civilization? 
When drawing up the map, Pyreus consulted many of the 20 other maps. Some date back to the time of Alexander the Great. The cartographer was careful to note his sources on the map, which he dated 1513. Pyreus map shows the Antarctic landmass with 98% covered in glacial ice and snow. The continent of Antarctica was discovered, discovered in 1818, several hundreds of years after Pyreus map was drawn, and yet it shows landmass where Antarctica is. Thus, in itself, is astonishing, but yet more curious. The coastline landmass was unfamiliar and therefore deemed inaccurate for hundreds of years until 1961. It was then that Captain Lorenzo Le, 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 W. Boris, a captain in the U.S. Air Force Cartography Division, noted that the outline of the southern mass seemed to be accurately depicted and depicted the coastline of the <coughs> continent under ice, which is known as Antarctica. How is this possible, given the limitations of the surveying equipment in the 1500s? Well, there's even more to this, folks. This basically sums up that Antarctica was discovered way before it was ever actually discovered in 1818. No different than when Christopher Columbus in history had been said that he discovered America. We know that that's not true. We know that there was other people that had been to America before Christopher Columbus. So why is this any harder to believe? Furthermore, with this article, today, when they do... Uh, geological um, graphing of continents and places around the world. What do we have today that's in space? Well, we have satellites, surveying satellites. And they can pinpoint anything around the world to a very tight accuracy and degree. What's more astonishing with Pyreus and these maps, those maps today have been put up against actual satellite imagery. And guess what? It's a perfect layover, folks. It's so precise, it's it's startled scientists so badly, they don't have an explanation for it. When you have a map that's drawn up, dated 1513, and it matches up perfectly with actual satellite imagery, what does that tell you? It's pretty simple, folks. That means that at one time or another, people had been to Antarctica. People had been there when there was no ice in Antarctica, when it was just a actual landmass in itself. So why do I bring that up? Well, that proves one thing, folks, that this whole debate over global warming is debunked. It's called the world actually heats and cools itself periodically. It's nothing that's new, folks. 
I know people sitting there probably listening to this, scratching their head going, huh? But we, we hear all the time about global warming. That's not true. No, it is true. The world goes through different phases of heating and cooling. It's scientifically proven. Look at the seasons, folks. We have four seasons. Every year, we go through our normal earthly cycles of seasons. Temperature changes. Why would you think any different that the world doesn't do that? That we have areas in the world that graphically heat up because of changes in the world. Not man-made changes, I mean actually environmental changes. That's perfectly normal. Or cooldowns in areas, that's perfectly normal. What I really want to tell people is, and this is this goes to science as well, does anybody in the scientific field and community who's going on about global warming, does anybody look at not just the natural events that happen with temperature change in the world, did they ever take into consideration that instead of picking mankind or some other kind of animal or natural event that is, they're saying caused all this, did they ever think that maybe the number one culprit in this is caused by our own sun? How many times within the last five years, and I know I've heard twice this year, has the sun's rays and fields caused giant solar flares that stretched out millions of miles from the sun. And they even put out warnings that it could cause issues here on earth with technology or satellites, radio interference, you name it. If the sun is causing those type of flare-ups and it's throwing those flare-ups out into our solar system, did anyone ever really think in the scientific community, hmm, well, maybe that's a good reason why some of the climate changes are happening. It has nothing to do with average day-to-day -day living by man. Maybe it has to do with what's right up above us that heats us every day. But you never hear any of these studies in science. You, you never hear that from the scientific community. Well, why? Well, it's an easy answer, folks. Climate change has to do with one thing, the almighty dollar. And I know people's like, well, that's, that's really, I, that, that's really negative to say that it's the truth, folks. You look at the new green deal that is being proposed in Congress. Do you honestly think any of these political politicians give a damn or have even did any, any factual, historical, or scientific um, evaluation of anything to do with, with, that has to do with climate? No. None of them have. Someone lined their pockets who's throwing fear out and it said, you tell everyone we're going to die in 10 years or we're going to be underwater and I'll line your pocket and we can sell all these people on all these, these electric cars and solar panels and, you know, all these gadgets to, to help them out. 
That's all it is. It's about money, folks. And every day, individuals hear this and they hear the fear. And what do you think happens? Everyone runs out to buy this stuff that isn't doing anything. It's doing nothing. It's like Joe Biden's administration going, we're getting rid of, of, of fossil fuels and we're going to things that are more energy efficient and solar and winds and we want everyone to have a electric car. Okay, I've said this before, I'll say this again. What does it take to make the battery in an electric car? When the battery is done, because it's three times the size of a normal car battery, where are we gonna put this car battery that's obsolete? Where are you going to properly take all this stuff to get rid of it? See, see how this doesn't fix anything, folks? It doesn't fix anything. Their answers fix nothing. If anything, it makes it worse. This whole deal with climate change is an absurd joke. It's a joke. And I want people, if they're listening to this, this podcast, or you're listening to me on iHeartRadio, or you're listening to me on Anchor, or Spotify, Rumble, Facebook, YouTube, wherever, I want you to honestly think about this. Logically think about this. Not what you heard on the news, not even what you hear from me. Logically think about this and pose yourself this question and then pose it to somebody who says they're a specialist in this field. What data not current data what data have you went back in history because there's lots of history that's been recorded over hundreds of years with weather weather patterns what can you possibly show from then till now that is a as a clear indicator 100 percent proof that there's global warming and that it's caused by man they can't answer it there is nothing they're going to go, well, my computer simulation, that's it. It's a computer simulation. These people have no idea, no idea. They have no scientific proven fact or fact to show this. None. It's all theory-based. All theory-based. That's like the World Wildlife Organization. When they go on and they say, these animals are dying. Let's say man hasn't touched some of these animals that's endangered. Let's say we never touched any of these animals. We never hunted them. Did they ever think that maybe natural selection, like it's done for hundreds of thousands of years, you're going to have animals that's going to die off? It happens every day. We find species every day, folks. Brand new species. Look it up. We find species every day, even new mammals, not just insects or flies or, 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 or birds. We find mammals as well that no one ever knew about. Arachnids, you name it. They're finally discovering some of this stuff. And you're telling me, you're telling me that some of these species that are so dense and population in areas that per man has never been before, they're affected by global warming because of man? I doubt it.
this is just some things, folks, that I've, I've wanted to talk about for a long, long time over the subject of global warming. You look up the Green New Deal, folks. I want everybody to look up the Democratic. And it's not me attacking the Democrats because they're the ones whose majority of individuals that push this garbage. And you got some rhino Republicans, too, that are this way. It's all about the Benjamins, the money, filling their pockets. Go out and look at this actual facts and history, and you're going to see the same thing that I've seen for many years. It don't add up, and it don't make any sense. The natural rate of the world, folks, has not ever changed. It's still very much the way it has always been. We're always going to have storms. We're always going to have blizzards. We're, we're going to have tsunamis. We're going to have earthquakes. We're going to have severe tropical storms, hurricanes, you name it. It's, it's not going to stop just because someone says, it's global warming. It's called the natural rate of the world. It's called the natural consistency of Mother Earth. Don't buy into this computer-generated Green New Deal garbage. Because it's not. They're not making solutions to anything. If anything, they're making bigger problems. That's just like when they go on about how trees are declining. Trees are not declining. Under Donald Trump's uh, four years, there were more trees planted here in the United States than there's been in 30 years. Every time they cut down a tree, they plant four or five more in its place. If we had such a decline in trees, folks, you wouldn't see them. You wouldn't see any of them. So I just ask people, use your head. Do your own research. Generate your own conclusions. And it is a topic worth looking at because we're constantly hearing this every day. About like COVID. Follow the science. Well, follow the science, folks. Use your own minds. Use your own facts. I keep telling people, history repeats itself. You can go back and you can you can really uncover a lot of things by going back and looking at history. Climate change is very easy to look at and make a decision on. Without taking somebody's word that's getting lined with money in their pockets. You can do the research and it's very simple. You can formulate your own questions and these people can't answer them because they know the answer to it. And that's what I'm going to leave people here on my podcast with. Formulate your own conclusions, folks. So this is going to be the end of my podcast here for the day, folks, over climate change. Um, if you have any questions you'd like to ask, please, like I always say, feel free to chime in, feel free to, um, 
leave a message. If you have a topic that you would like me to talk about, please send me a topic. We'll talk about it. It doesn't even have to be political. It can be anything. Sports, climate change, current technology compared to old technology. You name it, we'll talk about it. School systems, whatever you want to talk about, folks. I am here and I'm, I'm willing to listen to people. So this has been another great podcast and another great episode of Political Theater. I am your host, Charles Nash, and I hope everyone has a great safe weekend and a great start to the new work week. Thanks, folks. Have a good evening.